Massey. Three, two. We shall begin today's podcast with a small soliloquy from the founders of old in our nation called America. We shall begin this podcast with a reading, say a recitation of types. We shall begin this podcast with what's up, everybody? Welcome to Self Evident Podcast. You got Massey, you got my boy Mikey, no. who's not even in the game. I don't even know where he was. He like walked in, walked out, walked in, walked out. You know how it is. I'm he, all over the place. It's like what Jesus said. Jesus said, uh, I will spew you out of my mouth if you ain't hot or cold. So that was heavy. <laughs> Anywho, we're we're um we're here. We got a lot on the docket here, fellers. Right here, there's a lot to. Wow. Show them that backside again. Yeah, that, that was there's a lot. there's a lot. There's there's like fifty pages here, and we got an hour. <sighs> anyway, guys, if you have not subscribed yet, go to theselfevidenttruth.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Guys, we've got a new couple blogs out, don't we, Mike? we got some bloggies, blog, bloggers. We, we do. Somebody's writing some stuff that's getting put online. and So you go to theselfevidenttruth.com slash blog and uh, check her on out. We're putting another one up this morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, there it is. Check it out. Go read it. Let us know what you think. Honestly, leave comments. Let us know here in the comments here on the podcast. Here. Do you read it? Do you get something out of it? Here. If you don't, if you've never read it, let me know that. I don't want to waste my time. How about that? Dang. That's ooh. Dang. Ooh. Does that sting a little bit? That yeah, is a stinger. That that's yeah. that's not cool. That that was that, that hurt in the gullet here. In the in the deep catacombs of my hurt. <laughs> she hurt. Hurt. In the hurt. Anywho, we 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 we're we're here. We're we got a lot to cover today, but if you have not subscribed to our podcast on any other platform, you got to do that. Also, guys, thank you for purchasing your merch. Uh, a lot of people did do that. Thank you so much for that. We appreciate that. It supports the ministry, supports you guys. We keep doing our podcast and we keep traveling. We keep doing all those things. <clears throat> we are definitely um, coming up with some new designs. So listen, I'm going to throw this out there. If there's anyone out there that's kind of want to intern a little bit to help us out with some things, let us know. Send us an email, theselfevidenttruth.com, because we got some, like, we need some people to do graphic arts, you know, like, to help me, like, but good graphic arts. I'm not talking about you learn Photoshop in, like, 92. I'm talking about. <laughs> I love how there were probably, like, five people. Yeah, there was like, whoa. Do you know what I'm saying? But like what's, someone, what's someone... wrong with my community college education in 92? You don't want that? College. It's Look, like... we love that you can design for your Baptist <laughs> church of 50 people. <laughs> The weekly newsletter. We appreciate that. You are needed. Your skills are needed there. We're looking for something a little different. That's, That's all. so bad. That's so bad. I didn't say none of that. No, I did. <laughs> I didn't say any of that. So anywho's we so what we're looking for is volunteers. Go ahead. Uh, we're looking for volunteers. We're doing some different things, guys. And and you know, we we need people to help us with, like I said, graphic content and, and all that other stuff. Because like I come up with these really cool designs and ideas. But I'm not, let's face it, I'm not a designer. You know, I didn't design, uh, we, 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 we'd come up with this concept, but someone else did it, you know, and frankly, I'm cheap, so I don't want to pay anybody. I'm kidding. Uh, no, we, we definitely got some really cool designers and things like that. But, you know, there's some other things we need graphic arts for. And stuff. So if you guys want to volunteer for us, that'd be great. 
that's huge uh because and, you know money only goes so far you know i can't can't keep paying folk yeah <laughs> wait, wait. don't waste your is, time this is literally called a non-profit for a reason <laughs> and boy we bring that word uh, to the max we do we stretch that dollar thin you know what i'm saying so and, yeah and i will say we have people who have stepped up and said mm. hey i think i can help here and and we've gotten some really cool help out of all of this yes so, we have um, we are we are happy, we, and and I have nothing to complain about. I think we got the greatest team in the world. We got Easy E, we got IC, we got Maz D, and we got Mike MC Sonovo. Mikey, <laughs> <Hey. laughs> we got the T E E E E E in the house. I want to hit the point of theologian where I can just do my first two initials and my last name: A W Tozer, C S Lewis, R T Kendall. What's your MC Sonovo? MC Sonneville. That's actually, that's cool. Right. MC. Right. MC Sonny, baby. All right. In the his house. So, guys, we got, uh, so we're going to cover, we're doing things, um, lots of things. And <laughs> what I want you to do is go on to the Webbies, your little Facebook. So it looks like this, something like this. See here? Can y'all zoom in on that? No, you can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't, Don't touch. touch. Look, put it on Mikey's. Put it on Mikey's. You see this here? No, you can't. No. So, anyways, put it on my notes. It's not autofocus. I think they get the hint. See that? Hit and that thing called the share button. <laughs> it's right down there. Share. Share it with your homies. Share it with your friends. Share it with your liberal friends. Hey, make them mad. It's great. We love that stuff. Let them comment. Let them get exposed to this information. If you have not shared yet, even you on YouTube, I know you're watching on YouTube, Land. We love that. Yeah. Share the video. There. It takes a few seconds. They're not commenting. Gross. Yeah, it grows the the algorithm thing. I don't even know how it all works. Comment. The more you comment, even when it's like disagreements or whatever, please do. We read them online. We do talk uh, openly on this podcast <clears throat> about different various topics. So, Mikey, what are we talking about today, bud? Especially with this whole topic, uh, we've got Peterson here, Jordan Peterson. And he and I, Massey and I have talked about this a lot of, hey, let's cover Peterson, right? Let's go ahead and, and at some point we're going to talk about this guy, figure out, especially because Christians have this question, is he good for Christians? Is he not good for Christians? Is he useful? Yeah, is mean, he not useful? And I think you've got to get the full idea of who this guy is and yeah. in order to understand the accuracy of, of the whole situation, right? Um, so just a little bit about him. Who is he? Canadian. I'm Easy done. said he's done. Yep, he's gone. So no more Canadian. Sorry, Carrie. Sorry, Carrie. I need you to explain that to Carrie. You better hope she's not watching right now. She's going to catch you later. She's going to be easy. I'm coming after you. 2016, video surfaced of him in an argument with a couple of students. The students came up. They're trying to do a gotcha thing on him, saying, oh, Nazis were at one of your events because that means he must be a Nazi. And, and dude, you know, when those people ask those questions, real just the caveats, they don't come for answers. They come for accusations. They want to catch you in your words. If you're not studious on that kind of thing, you're going to get caught off guard. Whereas right. Peterson, he just doesn't play into the crap no. in, in this one, in this particular video. He's like, because she, she said, we're, we're here to cover the Nazi protests happening at your at your event. Yep. And he goes, I don't like Nazis. Right. <laughs> She's like, well, then why were they at your event? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> What do you want me to say? Like, yeah, like uh, anyway, <laughs> and and they'll try to catch you, but he's a psychologist. He's he understands what people are trying to do when they're trying to do stuff, right? Right, right, right. right. And so he also gained a lot of notice for his fight against Bill C sixteen. Now this placed legal force in Canada. This placed legal force behind 
pronouns. In other words, if you don't use a preferred pronoun, legal force could come after you. And he was adamant against this. And that's good. Right. Because nothing should be compelled by force. See, if you're really, truly, truly, Paul, this one's for you. If you truly love liberty, if you truly love liberty, listen close, you will believe in liberty for all things. Unless that liberty violates the rights of another. Stealing, killing, right? And invading personal privacy, property, mm -hmm. right? When you're coming into my property. Those three things are very, very valid, right? Those are the things we need to punish evil. But at that time, that's not liberty. Now you're just, you're going outside the law. Now you're going against the laws of nature. Mm -hmm. So liberty in its truest context is truly something you can do without the force of man coming against you. That's liberty. You should never be forced to, to call someone by a pronoun. It'd be just like me saying, from now on, I'm defining myself as awesomely handsome and buff, and you better call me that, or I'm going to throw you in jail, which I believe all those things to be true. <laughs> Y'all better say it. He has the defense of the legal system behind him. Yeah. That anyway, compilation is yeah. coming soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for that to come soon. All right, let's go. And... His his whole thing on this especially was if you start forcing speech, you're starting to force people to think in a certain way. Yeah, you doesn't sound like Hitler. No, not at all. No, nope. doesn't sound like Marxism, which nope. he, he has a huge chip on his shoulder against Marxism. And he's studied totalitarian regimes for decades. So he understands. Yeah, he's this no stuff. slouch. No, he's no slouch when it comes to this stuff. No. And that's I. I get frustrated when people, hey, you don't know what you're talking. No, he knows a lot better than you do what he's talking right. about with this stuff. And what we want you guys to do is keep an open mind about what we're talking about because we don't know. Like, he's there's been podcasts he says he's leaning towards Christianity, and there's times where he's like, this is why I can't believe. But if you hear his story of why he doesn't, he's so deathly afraid of not holding to God's standard. Right. So there's a lot of things we're going to answer questions on in this that you're like, okay, I got to, you know, what what is he? He's a, and to your he point, is, he's a person. He, he is. He's human. He's human. And, but we'll get into it, right? Um, one thing that you've got to realize about this guy, he, he delves into patterns across myth and civilization. Mm. He observes society and civilizations. So just because he states something doesn't mean necessarily that that's what he believes is moral. He's making a scientific observation. Perfect case in point. Oh, I get what you're saying. So he's making a, a case based on its, on its patterns. Exactly. It's patterns. And, and we'll get right into that. <clears throat> I like that. One of the things that people came after him about were hierarchies in lobsters. And progressives went nuts. They were the lobsters. <laughs> right. Even some liberal commentators have come against him. Like, That's a dumb argument. Yeah. Lobsters. Like, no, no, no. Listen to me. Like, just listen so what I'm saying is what he's saying. Right. And and what he's saying is we're noticing hierarchies in a 300 million year old crustacean. <laughs> Maybe humans have some hierarchy to them. You know, like, and you, you watch the minds blow of these progressives. Can't, yeah, that doesn't make it right. He's like, I'm not saying it's right. Just saying it's there. Like sometimes I watch these interviews and I'm banging my head I on love the table going, this. you're stupid for making that argument against him. So he's <laughs> the point he's making is 
if it's found in lobsters and it's found across uh, uh, all kinds of species and, and biological ancestors, we can reasonably assume that hierarchies are a biological thing in today's society in humans. And people will immediately see, ah, that's, that's immoral, so you support hierarchies. He's saying, not that I support hierarchies, I'm just saying this is what the observation is. So you 100%. have to understand, he's looking at many things through <laughs> observational yeah. lens. Yeah. And, and people come after him because they don't like the conclusion he comes to, even though it's not a moral 100%. Conclusion. Guys, I want you to know we're human too. Ice-T is leaving our podcast right now. She's got something to do. Oh, uh, no. So, so just a little, look, we're going to see a little camera blippage. We're not trying to get her on camera here. We're just going to let her go through. Run. Right. It was one of those things like, hey, we're human. We messed up here. I didn't know her. She, it's all right. Don't I worry about no it. No clue what just happened. And then, so now Easy's in charge of it. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back in the driver's he's, seat. He's now. back into it. <laughs> hey. I won't do that. That's actually bad. Card. Okay. Cool. All right. Bye, Ice-T. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Okay. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Um, I, I want to give an explanation because I want to get deeper into conversation between you and me about sure. Peterson. But one thing that I, I want to point out to people that if you're a Christian especially, and we'll get into the whole faith. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. You're a Christian especially. You got to understand where he's coming from. Here's a perfect example of how he views the world. Across myth, there's this idea of the death of the father. Yep. And he uses Pinocchio as a perfect example of this idea. And in Pinocchio, if you remember, there's a point where Geppetto, Pinocchio's father, is in the belly of the whale with Pinocchio. And Geppetto's kind of given up. And it's up to Pinocchio to get them out of there. Peterson points out that this idea of there's a point where the son has a death of the father to where the son is on his own and having to make his own choices. All of a sudden, his father is not that that perfect example, right? You know, when you're a little kid and you look to your parents, you think they know everything. A hundred percent. You think they're perfect, right? And and honestly, that creates cognitive dissonance when they don't do something perfect, which can create emotional issues later on. Either way, the death of the father is an, it is an idea that moves through myth, through all kinds of civilizations. And so he's taken that, taken his clinical psychology, compared them and seen, yeah, this concept really is a truth. There's a point where for the health of a person, they have to have a death of the father moment <clears throat> where they see their father as a normal human being with strengths and weaknesses and they have to be on their own doing their own thing handling their own issues there's there's similar interaction in terms of the mother this is how he sees the world so when he's looking at the bible you have to take that with a grain of salt and we'll get into okay where is he at with god but you have to understand he's looking at the bible with a across all of myths lens Let's pull the truth from all of that as well as the Bible and see where we get, right? Cool. Um, but I think this whole this, this this whole thing with him, we'll get to the topics and maybe we'll get back to some of the other sure. stuff in a second. Sure. But like gender, I think he gets mischaracterized a lot on this. He does. The the people, especially progressives, <laughs> they're looking for any excuse to come after him because he makes those observational points. Um, this has gotten skewed, as, of course, as sexism. Uh, it's being sexist. 
when in reality, what he's really stating is, look, men and women are different. I was reading some articles. That, he says men and women are different. So therefore, he says men are better. That's not at all what he was saying. He's saying they're different. Now, he does say men are better in some areas, but he's saying women are better in some areas as well. Saying women are better and supreme in, in many areas. Right. <clears throat> and there's one thing he said down at the bottom of page two. So the people who hold that our culture is an oppressive patriarchy, they don't want to admit that the current hierarchy might be predicated on competence. Observable. What he's mm -hmm. saying is competence, success, collection of resources, that builds a hierarchy. And some people don't want to admit that because, frankly, they're just not very competent. <clears throat> I think that happens with professors a lot. Yeah, and I think, too, like even the next line, he, he, really, he really does bring up a good point. You know, Jesus warned about riches. He didn't say it was bad. He warned about the dangers of riches, right? Like what can happen when you're rich and how it takes you away from, like, you know, the things. Of, you, you don't need God when you have riches, right, in, in the world. Right. You don't need what, what do you need it for? You got money, right? He says here, if you want to occupy the sweet, 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 C-suite or the top one tenth of one percent in any organization, you have uh, you, you have to be obsessively devoted to your career at the expense of everything else. And women look at that and they think no. And what he's saying is, have you ever noticed guys at the top, top, top? How, how, how common is it when they have like two or three divorces or you know, kids by a couple different people or their kids end up going astray. Mm -hmm. It's because literally they've devoted their entire life to this career, being the CEO, being the top dog of a company. Like you're running a major fortune 500. Like most of the time, I'm not saying all the time, most of the time dedication to that craft requires sacrifice of everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And many of us, even Christians will look at that and go, okay, it's understood. Yeah, we get it. We understand. And I'm not saying we're all for it. I'm saying we understand. What's unique is Christians think that's wrong to do for Jesus. Give up everything for him. Like Dude. that. Now you're being legalistic. You know what I mean? Dude. Um, so uh, young adults, we had a um, quick backstory. We had a small group. So we broke out and my small group leader said something that was so powerful that I've been thinking about since then. It was become so heavenly minded that you are of no earthly good. Yeah, that's right. I get exactly what they're saying. Yeah. Become that so that you are no earthly good. Like we used to say that right. as a negative before. Don't be so heavenly minded. You're no earthly good. No, become heavenly minded because the world, you're not of this world anyway. Right. And what are you pointing them to if you're of this world? Like where are Christians being pointed to? I, I get exactly what they're saying. That is powerful. Yeah. And the thing is, if you're so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good, you're still heavenly minded. You're still doing the work of the kingdom and the work of the <laughs> yeah. father. It's not like you're abandoning everyone around you. You're leading others to Christ. You're discipling others because that's the work of the kingdom. If you're truly, truly, truly doing the kingdom work, right? And you're led of heaven, like it's saying, right? If, this is a little tangent. We'll get back on the no, tangent. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're truly doing that, you hear the voice of God. You won't be a jerk to people. You won't be so self-righteous. I heard another quote. Let's go on quotes here, right? Uh, guy said, don't use grace as a cover-up for sin. In the same way, Christian, don't use your righteousness as a cover-up for uh, con condemnation, mm -hmm. right? Don't be so self-righteous that you condemn other people and you don't see the, the error of their ways like you did like for me 20 years ago, and I got saved because God saved me. That's why I have compassion on people. 
if we truly hear the voice of God, we're going to be compassionate towards people. If we're truly heavenly minded, you'll give up everything for God. It's hard to do. I'm not saying it's easy. Matter of fact, I wrestle with that a lot. Like, gosh, Lord, how do I give up? And what does that look like? And, you know, you see a lot of reformers. We've talked about this a hundred times. They lose even their family members. And it's like, okay, Lord, I don't know if I'm, can I do that? I, I don't know. You know, can I say it is well with my soul? I don't know. I know this. My heart's evil sometimes without you. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not in my heart, if, you, if the Holy Spirit's not leading me, I'm an evil dude. Right? I don't know. So, like, I need you to be there. Like, I need you to lead me in faith that you'll be there to comfort me when, when something goes down. Yeah. So there's so much to this to unpack. And I think when he's talking about, are you willing to give up everything for this thing that you want equality with? Are you willing to give up every single thing in pursuit of family? Right. And some lady actually interviewed him. I don't know if you have this in here because I didn't read that far, but which proves I read it. I do read it. But <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's a running joke. I didn't read that, that far. far. But I read it. <laughs> so like, I, but I read like the first two and a half and I was like, oh, okay, I, I got I things to do. Because I knew, oh, I, no, 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 not like that. Not like that. Gosh, I'm really digging myself in a <laughs> yes, hole. Yes, you are. Listen, I, I, I do it because I'm like, okay, I know where he's going. I can, I can follow along. So this lady, <laughs> he just knows you so well, Mike. <laughs> I do. He actually, he's, he's very, very well methodically thought out. You know, I had the same conversation with Paul about the tribalism book. I'm like, how much do I put in my own voice? Because I already know what Massey's going to say about just this. Just do it. Right? Do it. <laughs> Anyways, so, so uh, this lady asked him. He, she goes. You know, you say it's tough on women. She goes, I think I'm doing pretty good. I'm, you know, 35 and 36 or whatever she was and her own career. Remember the blonde? Yep. And then he says, she goes, you know, what do you, what do you say to people like me? He goes, it's going to be awful lonely when you turn 45 and no kids. Mm. And it made her think like she it stopped, caught her. Dude, dude, it's she stopped and thought about that. You're going to be awful lonely when you're 45 and you have no kids, no family, no nothing. And I, let's uh, let's take that. Mass, I, I want you to take that moment with me because there's a couple of things that speak to his character about that. I know. First, how many people, 99 out of 100, would have backed off at that moment and tried to make nice? That's right. She, well, what do you say about, oh, well, you know, you've Good been you. very successful. Good, Good for, for you. you. That's your own choice. You know, no, he, he stood forward in what he really felt about the situation. And he was personal about it, not attacking her, but he, he was giving her truth. He was saying, yeah, that's great. But what about in 10 years? Because he cares more about her in 10 years than I think she actually cares about. Which her. proves society as a whole. We're so short sighted. Mm -hmm. We live for the now, not the 10 years. So we think if I can just achieve, I'm getting through today, which is a, a good principle, but having a vision for 10 years later. And that's what I think that argument was really good for. These arguments are really good for. What is the role of a wife? What is the role of a man? Right. What is the role? How does this all work together? How is it biblical? Right. That's where we as Christians got to take what, 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 you know, like this kind of stuff and go, but what does the Bible say? So when you're listening to people like him, a Gary V, uh, uh, Grant Cardone, all these popular speakers who are out there who are kind of thought leaders, I think yeah. in, in a, in a, in a, in a, in an industry or in a world like we have today, some, some bigger thought leaders, what does scripture say? And don't do that thing where you're just reading sound bites from Facebook. You've right. got to really dig into scripture because a lot of these principles he's talking about are biblical. Yeah. And you got to see, okay, but what does the Lord say about it? Okay, it's a biblical principle. How do we apply that to our lives through the scriptures? Right. <clears throat> and I think he's he's really made feminists mad with everything that he of does. Of course. Because they don't like the truth that he's speaking. And, and to your point, 
they were talking about he was on some panel and they were talking about equality right oh well you know don't you think that women should be ceos and all that and he was saying yeah but are you advocating for women to become bricklayers i love that ditch diggers yeah no you're not advocating for that that's not equality to you and he's pointing out like this is this very selective idea of equality it's really you just want the achievement you want power you want power Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's one of the things he recognizes is you want power. You don't actually want equality. And that rankles feminists because I think the especially third wave feminists deep down, what are they looking for? Control. Exactly. Yeah. And I think as he keeps hitting that, you're really unpeeling the layers of what this is. So remember when the abortion industry came out, right? It was like Margaret Sanger, the, the whole yeah. thing. <clears throat> that flew under the radar. Then it was called Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood's kind of flying under the radar, right? And then you start exposing what doctors are really doing. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden it gets harder and harder. You're starting to show pictures of what an abortion really is. And then another set selling body parts, you know, right. fetal, fetal parts or uh, fetal membrane and all that stuff, right? And then you're starting to see like they're using it in different products and different things. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a second here. What are we doing? You know what I mean? Right. You start exposing, you start peeling. The, look what's happening in Hollywood. Balenciaga. Yeah. Like you start to see, this isn't about the fashion. It's about kids, grooming kids. This industry has been kids. Dude, I remember when we were in a group for, for a while, we would talk about this whole pedophilia stuff and like it was dangerous and sex trafficking. Dude, we were called crazy. Crazy for talking about it. Years ago, 12, yeah. 13, 14 years ago. You remember. Yeah. And now you're seeing it pop up and it's a popular topic. It's a popular topic because we've known for a long time, Hollywood and all these elites, Harvey Weinstein, he's nothing new. That's been happening for years. Right. Dude. We think Democrats and all these other guys, Hollywood, dude, you should see what Republicans do behind closed doors. Prominent Republican leaders too. wickedness and power wicked, dude. The Pentagon just got audited for the fifth time and they didn't come out right. They're still missing three point nine some trillion. I think it is <laughs> just came up. Look what's happening. They're being uncovered. Guys, if you don't think your prayers are being answered, they're answered. They're being answered right now. Right. Same thing with the third wave feminists. Same thing. with You start unpeeling and unpacking these people, their real belief systems. What they really truly believe, they don't even believe. That's mm -hmm. why they get upset. I don't believe that. We know you don't, but that's what you're following in because yeah. you believe the, the 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 surface lie. You didn't believe this one. Mm -hmm. Like had the had the had the devil said, you really want power, power hierarchy and authority. That's what you really want. Well, I don't know about that. Most people, they're like, no, I just want, I just want to be equal. I want to, no, really deep down, look at your actions. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to admit. Like the KKK didn't want to admit they're racist. They wanted power, but they were racist. They hated blacks. Anybody that was different from them. Yeah. Get down to the nitty gritty. You go attack that. And they're like, no, we're just trying to keep America, America. Seriously. It's power. Right. Uh, Destiny Rice says, what I personally see in feminist arguments is they want power over men, not true equality. I was just about to bring that up. Dude. Yeah. Go ahead and show it. Show it. Yeah. it it's so true. The feminist arguments, they're, they're, really they're power over men. It's, it's not true equality. And Peterson will, will weave that in and, and they make, they get mad about that, unfortunately. Uh, Josh says, you need a full context of Bible verses, not just small bits and pieces. And that happens so often. Truth. Yeah. Out of context stuff. Right. And, and Sloppy Bible interpretation. Well, sloppy Bible interpretation. But then all of a sudden, when you're not grounded in the word, right, you believe the, you can believe a legalist. You know, because, hey, they say the Bible says this, so I'm just going to go with it. You don't search it yourself. That's what happened to Luther for years, mm -hmm. right? He starts searching the scriptures. The, the, you know, it's the righteousness of God. All of a sudden he gets illuminated, right? Same thing in the charismatic movement. Thank you. You're not in the scriptures. Obviously you start believing the you want to go for the hype because, Hey, it's all about the move of the spirit. It's a balance of both, man. 
Like for real, it's not about just the move. Listen, can I pop the bubble here? These signs shall follow those that believe. In other words, the gifts of the spirit happen. It's it's a done deal. That's a matter of fact, that shouldn't be huge news. That's who God is. Show me a man with character and integrity. Now that I'll follow. And when the gifts happen, it's like, of course it does, because that man's full of integrity and character. Right. I've seen the walk. I've seen the purposes. I've seen the integrity. I've seen the submissions. I've seen his prayer life or her prayer life. Those are the people. Dude, y'all should look up a lady named Darlene Dibler, missionary when she was uh, in, in the 40s during World War II. Dude, her story will crush you in, into a thousand pieces Yeah, because she's so real and raw. But, dude, you can follow someone like that because of their prayer life and their connection to God. They didn't just see miracles happen. They truly trusted in the word of God that the God of promises came through for them, and they knew it through Scripture. And that's who you want to follow. It's, and so it's a birthplace of both. And, and when you're looking at things like this with the Jordans or, like I said, any other thought leader, it's not just about the knowledge. You know why people are enamored by this? Because they don't study themselves. So then they hear these little sambas like, oh, my gosh, I want to follow that. No, no. They study this stuff. They literally – he has applied himself for, what, 40 years, 30 years? At least, To yeah. study psychology, psychiatry, all that stuff. This dude is a genius because mm -hmm. he reads. Yep. Because he studies, because he's 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 had to think this stuff through. The Ben Shapiro's. The reason why they're so good is because they're well read, yes. they're well thought, they're well purposed. They understand. And so when people like the normal person sees them, they're like, "Oh, he should be president." What about Hold his character? On. Exactly. What about his character? Who is this guy? That's why we see a guy like Trump, and we say, "Oh my gosh, look at him!" I heard it one time in, in 2016. That Christmas, they were like, we get to say Merry Christmas again because of Trump. Did you hear? <laughs> Seriously, that was a big thing on Facebook. We get to say Merry. You could always say Merry Christmas. Who told you you couldn't? Right. <laughs> but because it's Trump, all of a sudden our, our country's better. It's not the man, dude. Ooh, do you, do you, you see what I'm saying? You see the, the subject nature, and I mean subject as in like a kingdom, the subject nature yeah. in that of like, oh, now we can say Merry Christmas Bro. because he's, wait a second. Even if somebody told you you can't say it, why does that matter? Why are they king in your life? Why are they the authority in your life? So, so Paul harps on this a lot in our office, right? That, that, yeah. that mentality of we want a king like other nations. Yeah, we do. We're so weak internally. We, want, we don't want self-government anymore. Mm -hmm. We want someone to govern us. We just want them to govern our way. You can't have it both ways. We tell them to govern us, and then we tell them you're governing wrong. But We're you clamor for it. You can't do that. We're just like the Israelites, man. Asking that's what for I'm, a king when we don't need one. Right? That's it. That's what I'm saying. We want a king, they said, like other nations. So they gave him Saul. And he even warned them. Dude, you want this? He's going to take your daughters as confectionaries and bakers. He's going to use them. He's going to take your sons and go to war with them. He's going to take your money and your spoil and your land. And they were like, cool. We want it anyway. Look what's happening now. We wanted this. Dude, and, and God called it. God absolutely called it. Because in Deuteronomy... God says, when you ask for a king, this and this and this. Yeah. And I think sometimes we take it as a prescription of like, oh, so God wants us to call for a king. No, he's saying, I know what you're about to do. <laughs> so when you do this, right?
Uh, Josh says the political realm is a huge battleground. Most that aren't anointed to be there fall into the plans of the devil. Absolutely. I agree with him. We've, we've had conversations call, with people Josh. who ran for office and they went to like a Republican convention. They're like, I felt the darkness. I felt the oppression there. How many people were glad handing and trying to peddle influence and all of that. It's, it's on both sides, yeah. this evil oppression. We knew this gentleman yeah. in Minnesota real fast. He went to the state house. And they made him try to sign a document. You will fall in line with the Republican Party. You will fall in line with our voting, blah, blah, blah. He never right. signed it. Right. They made his life a nightmare. Yep. So he just kept fighting, right? Just kept standing for his people. Don't be swayed or dissuaded or swayed by a party. I am telling you, this is biblical. This is all spiritual here, right? We're coming in as spiritual authority agents for the Lord. Now, I know that sounds weird, but hear me out. Let me explain this. We're coming in as spiritual representatives. I want liberty for all people. Mm -hmm. I want God and the Holy Spirit to convict them as we preach the gospel. Okay. Liberty means true liberty. Get government out of my business, including marriage, right? Including my children, schools, all of it. That is not your jurisdiction. Those are my jurisdictions, right? right. Get out of my business so I can do my thing. You know what people say right away? But it's dangerous. We just can't have no government and those things. What's going to happen? People are going to go bonkers. Look at what your government is doing now. How is much, the alternative worse? Is the alternative worse that we can decide for ourselves? We can govern ourselves. We can govern our communities ourselves. Our churches can actually, synagogues and those kind of things can actually govern their cities and help govern their city. Is that so much different than a government oppressing you, forcing you to take vaccines or you're fired, telling the military they got to take vaccines? You tell me, do you want liberty where you get to make your own choice and yes, you're left to our own devices? Or do you want a government telling you what to do? And even when you don't agree with it, you say Romans 13. Oh, first Peter, it just says to pray. Listen, this is what he's talking about. Self-government or no government. If you can't self-government, someone else will govern you. If you can't, this is true liberty right now. If you cannot self-govern, someone will govern you. And it's either the Lord or it's either Satan. And I promise you, Satan will win. And here's why. Because who's going to go up there and actually provide for you? That's not their job. Government right now is taking the place of God. We've talked about this a hundred times. Yep. Feeding the poor, uh, giving to people overseas, uh, uh, taking care of what the church should be taking care of in a lot of ways, taking, taking over health care, which should be our church, or the church's responsibility. Educating your children. Our, our educating our children. All, business now. They're involved in our businesses. They tell you which businesses they want to promote and not, not to promote. You know how that? 2020. Mom, pa shops closed. The bigger ones kept going. Why? Because government's got their hand in it. 2008 bubble crash. Why was it the top three dogs that got the money and not anyone else? How come Amazon? How come Amazon? Their, their value shot through the roof. What happened? What happened? Government took the place of the Lord. And that's what happens. Listen, Christian, I don't care if this convicts you. I don't care. It's the truth. If you want someone to rule over you, they will. Beware that when you don't get involved enough, that they're, they're going to rule over you. by I, I, And it's happening now. Yeah. You see it. And if you if you're passive about it, it will run over you. Uh, Josh says there is no in between. It is either God or the devil, and and that's exactly what we say. You don't get a third option. It's either God or the devil. And if you're not aware, you'll end up playing into the hands of the devil. I think that's it. If you're not well, the Bible says, "Study to show yourself approved to God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed." He rightly divides the word of truth. If you're not studying the Bible for yourself and getting revelation from God yourself, you will never be self-governed. Mm -hmm. 
you know what you'll do? Well, my pastor said, <laughs> bro, you know, your pastor's a man too. He can get it wrong. Nope. For real. All of us right? get it wrong. I'm glad I'm under tutors and, and pastors and elders that, that, that are in the word and they're sharp. Yeah. Right. But you know what I look at most as, as pastor Todd this, I look at his walk, ask him, I tell him this all the time. It's your walk. I follow. Right. It's, it's that Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. I look at Todd and I go, dude, how does he emulate the Lord? I'm following that. Yeah. His sermons are blow away. The what's happening at revive is awesome. You know, spiritually and all that stuff. All that stuff can go away. Prophecies will fail. The Bible says, listen to this, <laughs> listen to this. Prophecies will fail. Right. Our words will go. Love will endure forever. How did we walk before man? How did we do our walk? That's what's going to be judged by the Lord. Didn't he say, Matthew, when he says, many of you will say to me, we cast out devil, we did all these things. All that stuff is going to fade. He's going to say, I never knew you. How was your walk before God? Are you, are you in communion and fellowship with the Lord? That's what matters. That's all this dude's trying to get to is the right. character of the man. When, so, so when we go back to this, this Jordan Absolutely stuff, right. he's looking at a woman saying, what's your character? Why are you after that? What's your motive? Right? Because you're then you're just as tyrannical as the patriarch that you're claiming to be against. Woo! Absolutely right. You're gonna do the same thing, just like now. Now we're coming out with black only movies, black only bathrooms, black only this in universities. You're literally doing what you fought against. And you know why? Because you're so blind in your sin, you can't even see what you're doing. That's how dangerous this has become. Now we have black only worship teams. Don't believe me? Look it up. Black this, black that. Aren't we one in Christ? What is going on here? And the Bible actually promised this. The ways of this world. The Bible says he's going to confound the things that are, are wise. And the weak things of the world, he's going to confound the mighty with. Guys, few there be that find the straight gate. I'm telling you, this is real. Scripture plays out all the time. And unless you're following the scriptures where you love everyone to the gospels, not just love. That's easy, right? Loving them enough to the truth where Christ can change them at the expense of even their friendship. You love them enough. That's what matters. Bro, you're aligning exactly with the build the bridge shorts that I just put up and scheduled for the next couple of Amen. days. No, I didn't know that. Amen. <laughs> yeah, cool. That's the Lord. That's, Dude, that's the go Lord off on right your there, tangent. Man. I mean, I talk, no, no, no. That was I, great. I, but I love what you, because when you and I get together, this is what we do constantly. Right. Guys, you should know. We go on our back porch. We sit down. We talk. I mean, it's literally like, okay, what are these concepts? Why are we doing this? What's the purpose of self-evident? Why are we, you know, what's our, what's our role in all this, right? And the whole time, this whole time, we're like, we're meant to disciple people right. into this stuff. We're meant to show them how this is done, how they can take back their own territory, how to take back their own houses, right? Right. How to take back their own schools, how to take back their own governments. That, that's, that's discipleship. We want people to walk, not just in our steps, but take it higher. Mm -hmm. We can go so far, man. You know, I know I'm limited in what I know, but people will come behind us with greater giftings and, and, and not just greater giftings, well, well done giftings. Yes. And they'll keep taking this and taking this and taking it. And the, the prayer is, and the hope is when you get our resources, you'll probably say, ah, that was done cheesy. Well, then do it better. Right. Build off our shoulders. <laughs> Build off. What do I care? Hey, it was cheesy. It's what I did. I don't care. You, you can hey. say, these guys are B-League. I'm going to be A-League. Go for it. You know what's crazy? Be A-League. That's right. They'll look at our book and be like, oh, they missed this. They didn't write really? it. So then write your Write book. it. You know who told me that? Bill Federer. Really? He said, you'll look at my stuff and you'll say, man, I wish he'd have wrote that. 
then take my stuff and write it. I love that. I, dude, I he, love Bill, man. He is the best mentor. He Absolutely. is the best Christian, one of the best Christians I've ever met. He's not about product. And he was right. like, hey, Mess, plagiarize my book. He told me this. Yep. Plagiarize my books. It's like, I can't do that. <laughs> Bill, he goes, why? Someone else wrote this stuff too. I'm putting it, to, you know, you're going to do the same thing. And I'm like, dang, that's so cool. Just listen to that. What are we after here? Right. What are we after? What is Jordan after? Right. And, and, Unless you got another point to that, I, I want to use that as a lead. What is he actually after? Um, and I definitely want to talk about faith, but I want to take it aside just for a second because there's there seems to be this this grouping together between Andrew Tate and Jordan Peterson. <laughs> and I think the difference. I've thought a lot about this because people are like, oh, what do you think of Andrew Tate? What do you think of Jordan Peterson? They're, they're both basically the same, right? They're saying the same stuff. And progressives will tell you that, but they're no wrong. Way. They're no absolutely way. wrong, and here's the difference. No way. Tate is about value and producing value. But what Tate sees is he sees financial resources, let's be honest, women, that kind of stuff, as value. Peterson sees self-purpose, greater meaning. We could even call it the spiritual meaning of a person as the greatest value. He does. And I think where, where Tate falls short is Tate's eyes. He talks about getting outside of the matrix, getting outside of materialism and, and all the things the world's throwing at you. But he walks backwards back into it. He does. Because you beat the system by winning the game. Well, that means you're playing the game with the system. That's exactly right. And and Peterson <laughs> is saying, you're you're being blinded by the game. Who are you? I think too. Andrew Tate is more the, uh, 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 it's that manly stuff. Like right, what men are after that dominant figure that every man in himself wants. Right, right? they want that supremacy. Right, and then he falls short in this, where it's all about you and what you can do. Peterson's at least challenging the listener to say, is there something above you? Something greater that your moral code is adhered to? Something had to happen here, right? What is in you? What is your belief system? Why do you believe this way? Why is it wrong? Why is it good? Is it wrong? Is it good? Like he challenges the, the hearer to me in a lot of ways to seek beyond themselves. This is not about you. It never was about you. It's about your kids. It's about your family. Have you ever talked, heard him talk about his family? Cries every time. Yep. He believes that much in family and his kids and all those things, right? And and again, he's not perfect, dude. I, I, there's definite things we can talk about. Yeah. But with Tate, Tate's more to me a Trump, a shock value. Yep. Kind of throw everything I can at the wall, right? Uh, one sense he'll be like, I love women, and then say they're all bees and hoes right like yeah. it's, they're, they're so, just in for the money yeah yeah you know? yeah they're gold diggers and it's like that that's what that's what a trump would do that's mm -hmm. that's how they think that's how they operate they just throw people under the bus and then then they go well i didn't really say it like that this is what i said you know whereas peterson's very 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 thoughtful in his words very methodical very well placed well versed and you look at what's the difference between the two one wants dominance the other one's just like i just want you to be free Right. I mean, that's really you look at Peter's. I just want you to be free in yourself. Like, I want you to see the, the liberty here. 
And the you know? easy, did you have something? Because you're kind of looking over your shoulder. Yeah, Chris Jackson just commented actually. Oh, cool, Chris. Um, Psalms one forty six three. Do not trust in princes, um, in mortal men in whom. Hang on, I just switched it. In whom there is no salvation, his spirit departs. He returns to the earth. In that very day, his thoughts perish. Right. And I th- just like Massey was saying, that that what happens is people, they hear a clip and they go, I got to go after him. I got to follow him. It's like, nah, hold on. You've just made a king in your own life. Totally. Right? Totally. And that's a very dangerous position to be in. It's the difference between wanting an example and following somebody. Right. Huge difference. Right. And I think, you know, to your point, Tate doesn't truly understand the spiritual. No. The, he, he hasn't he hasn't walked through the door of spiritual meaning. I think yeah. he judges the spiritual by the physical. Right. I, I, that's a good point. That's, that's a, that's a, a great, 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 great way to look at it. He it, judges more the spiritual by what's around him. Yes. I and mean, go ahead. If you if you listen to his religious beliefs, that's why he's he follows the Muslim belief. He follows Muhammad. I saw that. He, yeah, he flipped quick. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he flipped fast. Boy. He believes in having four wives. He believes that if you do all this, you'll be super successful. And he's found success. And the thing is, it's a super dangerous place to be because just sure. like you were talking about, Massey, like riches are dangerous. There's a reason super why dangerous. Christ warns us against that. And I always like to say the the most dangerous place to be isn't to be underneath or under attack by the enemy it's to be completely like untouched by the enemy right because you're living so comfortably why would you ever need the grace and the love of a loving god and if you sign up for the torchbearers monthly <laughs> you'll be able to receive the easy e devotional Which, and i'm yes, not joking he's, no he's working on this right <laughs> yeah now. i mean let's listen to that that was very very well thought out and pure he's right I, I, that was a great dang dude, dude right I, I got, got we got we got to clip that we got to clip that i got more Put it on this, short what you were talking what you were talking about before um oh geez who said it somebody said it up here um by the way who's that fellow on the camera <laughs> good looking oh me <laughs> what'd you say your pronouns were handsome, <laughs> awesome Chisel. handsome and buff <laughs> we're, we're gonna force you to use them too I can just hear the. I can see the comments now. <laughs> so what we were talking about before in in not reading the word, there's a reason why it's called God's word. It's not because it it's a bunch of words written down on a paper written by like what's like a hundred and something authors. Right. It's because it is God's literal spoken word. Mm. The reason Woo. why a lot of us aren't hearing God is because we are not we are not fully in enveloping ourselves into god's word to Truth. know his voice christ Agreed. says that we his his sheep know his voice and if you're not constantly reading or at least if you are not reading god's word if you're not literally reading his voice written down for you to understand his character and in his knowledge and wisdom you're not going to you, his voice is going to going to be completely not leveled it it'll be Squash. Squash. It's, Squash. It's over, right. over everything that's going on. Around. If your ears are full, you can't hear the voice of the Lord. Right? And I, I'm getting like Giddy. antsy because you're completely speaking to one of my like soapbox moments lately is this idea that well, I don't need scripture to hang out with you too much. <laughs> you probably do. <laughs> uh, it, it makes me want to box when people are like, I don't need scripture. I've got the Holy Spirit. Who do you think wrote scripture? <laughs> Anyways, 
So <laughs> we're getting a little, getting a little animated. Yeah, I told you. I, you saw. It. I didn't need I got okay. a comment from Destiny real quick. Hey, yeah, man. I had a conversation over Thanksgiving where I had to talk uh, about why it's not just a book written by men, but it's actually God's breath. Destiny, was that with a believer or a non-believer? Because I do think that matters. A non-believer is is going to see it in a different lens, True. a different standard. Not that you're wrong, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have said what you said. Can I break this up a little bit? Yeah. Guys, if we made cups like this for self-evident, would you buy one? Ooh, yes. that's Comment below. a good idea. Comment below. I, I, I really, love it. I enjoy this glass a lot. I do, too. I do. I, I just, you know, and for you who don't like guns, we get it, so just own a fake one. <laughs> <laughs> Support the Second Amendment in the night. Yeah. <laughs> so, Destiny, uh, if you could answer me, was that a believer or a non-believer? Uh, because your, your avenues go different directions josh says he would buy one we've got one let's uh, hey, let's we're, produce we're, do, we're doing it um and i'll come back to destiny but i do want to get into peterson's faith because this is the question that christians ask so often and i have seen so many people go back and forth he's a christian he's not a christian he's a christian he's saved he's not he's a... that tells me at the moment there's a step he probably still needs to take to make christ his lord and savior i've heard him talk so often in spiritual language and mythical language and truth language, but he hasn't come to that concrete point. I don't think that Christ walked, Christ was crucified, Christ was resurrected, Christ is Lord and Savior. And that's an important position that he has to come to. He's so close. And the problem is he's looking at scripture, and this is this is where I, I do give a, a a helpful piece of advice to the Christian who's watching his biblical series. Yeah, this this is on your sheet too. Right. I, I think the biblical series is amazing, but he's looking at it at a lens through myth, through seeking deeper truth. Right. Explaining like like he's explaining Homer's the Odyssey or something. Exactly. Like he's 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 looking at it as just read this piece by piece. Let's let's break this thing down. Very very um very like organic. He's just like look bird's eye view. He's not asking the Holy Spirit to illuminate his teaching. He's not. But as he reads, you'll see kind of it's very pure. Like he's mm -hmm. just very. Absolutely. I'm not trying to take this out of context. I'm not trying to do this or that. I think too when he talks about churches as being pillars of society and stuff like he's very big on this stuff. Yeah. He, he really does talk about he's he reminds me of like I have a family member like this. They know it's true. They, they, they but they're just they're that that step away from just saying, Lord, be be the Lord of my life. Right. He's at that precipice. Right. Where it's like, dang, he's so knowledgeable where it's like, OK, but where did you get that from? Exactly. Who's illuminating your your your, your feet? You know what I mean? And Josh says, I would say he needs a true revelation of God. He tro he's yeah. right. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And that's that's that whole lens difference. And I'll make a comparison um, that that any of most of you will understand. And if you don't go check it out, we got a response from Destiny, by the way. OK, uh, like, hold on. I'll, I'll cover it in a little bit. All right. But not to not to be rude. I want to finish this thought, though. Go Come for on. it. Come he, on. He has this lens of, of mythical. He even says the Bible. He says it's more true than truth is, is kind of the, the context of the quote. What he's saying is that the truths that are underneath all of it are more valuable to Western society than whether or not the story actually happened. Like Elijah being caught up into the heavens on the fiery chariot. To him, that story doesn't matter whether or not it's actually was an event that occurred. 
what's the truth in the symbolism that that threads through the biblical canon? But his daughter became a Christian. I believe so. Yes. Yeah, Michaela became a Christian. Right. And and I think I think what what he if he can take off that myth lens, it's it's useful to see all those truths. But once he actually accepts Christ as the true, real Lord and Savior, puts on the lens of the Holy Spirit, he's going to find that he was so close in a lot of his symbolism and stuff that the Holy Spirit will fill in that gap and he'll start answering a lot of these symbolisms mm -hmm. with the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Truth. And what I said to make the comparison is look at Todd. Look, this isn't a, oh, Todd's the greatest ever. This is a, if you truly listen to the revelation that he gets about why something is in the Old Testament and where it's found in the New Testament, why something's there, why it's so important, why God puts symbolism behind it, you'll recognize he and Peterson talk a very similar language. It's just Todd is getting revelation from the Holy Spirit because Todd recognizes Christ is that central theme in the all of that. Yeah. He's the archetype. He's the central theme in all of that. Cain and Abel, perfect example. Peterson doesn't understand the concept of the ground is cursed. So something being brought up out of the ground that's, that's cursed. That's the law. That's yeah. the law. <laughs> and you can't, that, that, propitiation that offering can't be covered by something of the ground right. of the law it has to be a movement of grace a, a sacrifice yeah. right blood, blood blood peterson gets so close but i think if he and todd sat down and had a conversation they speak the same language and I, I really think that would be a fruitful conversation. So. Which, by the way, if you want a good book, it's called Old is the New by Todd Mazingo at reviveusnow.com. Reviveusnow.com. Purchase <laughs> your copy today. Shameless plug. I should get some dividends for that. Royalties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway. Uh, did you have a, a big I point didn't. to that? Okay, no, no, we'll no. go to Destiny's now. Destiny says, she says she believes in God, but she has issues with following the Bible and was baptized in many religions, one being Mormonism. So I'm not entirely sure where she is in her salvation. That's, that's the issue that you're recognizing in her. Because she, if she's gone into these other religions, including Mormonism, the, the she's power, polluted by many streams. Thank you. The power of believing that the Holy Spirit actually breathed the faith is is diminished yeah whether she recognizes it or not because she's been polluted by other religions so it's like ah well men yep. came up with that men came up yep. with that men came up with that and, and allow me to explain that i'm not saying polluted that she's wrong or evil what i'm saying is all of us outside of the the will of god are in essence without him we're apart we're separated from him and when i say polluted there's many streams that can get into that are not christ that's the pollution i'm talking about I'm saying about her or anything like that she needs it like josh said about peterson he, she needs a divine revelation of god right and only he can do that so that's where you got to pray it in and, and do those things uh but yeah that's uh and I, i'm gonna make my conclusion on peterson and then i want massey to make his i don't have one i let's let's get down to patriarch or or um pariah i think Peterson does amazing good for this world. I think he does too. Um, the effect that he has had on hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions of young men, especially who nobody, there are other people speaking to them. 
but it, it, very few, if any other voices that are actually speaking to them like he is. It's, it's a, a, a father's voice throwing his arm around his son and saying, son, I see where you're headed. This is where you need to go. Truth. Right now we, as Christians, we can, yeah, but he doesn't have Christ. Yes. And no, there's, there's still truth in what he's saying. Right. So let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater as Christians. We just got to be careful of, okay, what are we taking in sure. versus what are, what are we setting aside? Sure. But I think on the whole, his heart is so much to help other people become their best selves because then they can actually help the rest of the world. And that's his whole point in making your bedroom, right? Clean your bedroom first, make your bed first. Why clean yourself up, pull the log out of your own eye mm -hmm. so that you can go and remove the speck from your brother. So I think, I think the same thing. I, I do think several things. One, uh, his, his, his teachings are good. If you have a biblical lens to understand them, where they fall short, and this is not a cap. This is just because he's not a Christian, right? He, he He's searching, but he's not there. Their behavior modification, not grace empowered. Great point. So, like, that's the tough part is they men can do this on their own. And many men can succeed outside of the will of God, not understanding that it rains on the just and the unjust. So you still can't do it without God. And <clears throat> so while he has done good for many, right? The only thing you, you you have to really be careful of is you not understanding the word of God for yourself. I mean, really, it's right. I can listen to these things and go, dang, that was a good point because scripture lines, like you just said, make your own room, right? Uh, he, he talks about like how to how to judge people like intently, like how to and all those principles are biblical, like just like a lot of old philosophers, Demosthenes, all these guys that our founders read biblically, they were sound. I don't know if a lot of them believed in scripture, but they just had these really good. I mean, Marcus Aurelius has got really good points about points about sto stuff. stoicism. Yeah. Right. And, and all those things, stoic men, all that stuff. That's a good thing, but it becomes behavior modification outside of God. And then you depend on you changing instead of God changing you, because let's say you change for the better. Let's just say you went and behavior modified yourself and did all these things. What if God was calling you to do things that are opposite in the things that you're doing? So in other words, you're behaving yourself and you're making yourself better and you're going to the gym and all these other things for you, right? Mm -hmm. But what if those things were an alternate purpose for the things of God? In other words, you were supposed to do those things for a greater purpose. In other words, you're fulfilled in yourself by doing these things for yourself. You'll die empty. God's perspective is you're doing this for the kingdom. This is the work I want you to do. I want you to have 10 cities in the end. This is what I want for you. I've given you gifts and talents. I want you to go multiply them. And I think that's where this whole, a lot of these teachings fall short. Corinthians 13, right? Uh, you can prophesy, yeah, but, if you but, got... but if you ain't got love. Now, what is love? God. Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> don't hurt me. What is love? No so, it, but think about that. If you abide in the Lord, then you have the true definition of love, which means then you can go out and do these things. It's, if you have the Lord, if you seek first the kingdom, all else will be added unto you. Look at what Christ says in the in the Sermon on the Mount. He gives you a prescription, right? Sure does. Look, don't even lust after a woman in your own heart. Don't lie. Don't commit adultery, right? He, he goes through these different yeah, things of don't hate how you heart, should you know? be, your standards. And Christ, yeah, Christ's heart is for the intent, Always. But, and and you can take on those things and behavior modify, right? Right, okay, right, right, gonna, right, right, right. But 
you need Christ first because then that stuff becomes markers and indicators of the fruit mm. in your life. True. So you seek first the kingdom, you get all sell that added onto you. That's why when you've got Christ, you look at something that Peterson says or Aurelius says or who, whoever, and you see, ah, I see the truth in that. That's right. He, he, there's so much truth that God has worked into existence. And, and we think if it's said by the world, it must be wrong. But I don't believe that. True. I believe God speaks his truths and, and it True. gets muddled. It gets twisted. But that's yep. why you put on Christ. Then it. you can see the truth. You can see it clearly of, oh, yeah, there's that thread of truth running through there. That, yep. I see what I see what you did there, Lord. Right. Nailed it. Nailed it. I, so great conversation. I think, look, our whole thing is, you know, we we don't I, I'm very much into many things. Like I love reading different things, but I don't ever stray from Scripture. I can't. Uh, it's dangerous to do that. Even when I'm looking at politics, it's Lord. When I look at scripture through uh, politics through a scriptural lens, what does the constitution say? Because that's the ultimate authority of the land, right? Mm -hmm. So the Bible automatically goes to what is our constitution? Most people say, what does the Bible say? It says to follow the leaders. There, there are representatives, not our leaders. We got to be careful. So when you're always looking biblically, you can discern things. You can kind of watch and do and see your personal responsibility in it. What is God calling us to do? So uh, when I read other things or, you know, enjoy something like a movie or C.S. Lewis, I got a book here from C.S. Lewis that I got to read. And I all those things I look into the lens of Scripture and, and what does Scripture say? And uh, if you can't get to that point with God, then spend time in the word. Put everything to hold and just spend time in the word. Quit listening to other people. And it was a word that someone gave to my wife. He said, woman of God, read the word till the word talks back to you. Till it rehearses in your heart. Then David said, listen to this. David never said, King David never said, thy miracles have I hid in my heart so I wouldn't sin against you. Thy word. Thy word. And when Christ is in the desert, he's at the end of his flesh. What Ooh. comes out of him? It is written. Matter of fact, it is written. Jesus, Satan tempted him with the miracles. You right. can do this. Ooh. You can do all these things. You can, Good you can descend. You can create. You got it all right. You're Jesus. You can do all this. You can do all the miracles. He's like, no, what the words say, though? Good point. He tempted him with the miracles. The authority and the miracles. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so be careful. Gosh, Listen, man. you're talking to someone who operates in the prophetic. I've seen healings. I've seen cancer healed. All those things. I love the giftings of God. I love speaking into people, man. There's nothing like it. Right. But dude, if I'm not grounded in the word, what am I? I'm not, I'm, I don't have integrity before God. I'll slip. I don't want to slip. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. Yes, I've, yes, sin, yes, I do. But not like out of a willful, like, I'm just going to slap God in the face. Dude, I want more of him, right? I don't want just the gifts. They'll That's, follow. They'll follow. They'll follow the man of God. And I want to be in that lane. And Christ, I, I don't know how many times I can say this, says, it is written. Now, he says, man cannot live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. He gets in the logos and the rhema at the same time. He shows the importance of both. Logos Agreed. is a written word. It's Agreed. a foundational truth. The word that's, that's there, it's it. Rhema is that coming fresh word, that spoken word for the new, right? The active. He uses both. Yeah. You know, Carrie and I were talking about Joe Zupitz. 
right. Joseph Z. We're saying, why do we love this guy so much? Because the guy puts emphasis on prayer in the word. So he could be doing his prophecy stuff, right? But he's constantly like, are you in the word? Like, be in the word. Stay in the word. It's his fuel. It's a, the cup over prayer flows, and the right? word. Prayer in the word. Prayer in the word. Prayer in the word. Because someone can check him and say, I don't know. That's not in scripture. And then he can go, okay, yeah, you know. So there's, it's always an emphasis on those two things. Out of the abundance, just another way to look at this. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What did David talk about placing within his heart? The word. The word. So if you put the word deep into your heart, what comes out? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you filled your heart if with you, the yes. word, with the word of God, which if we're going to say scripture is spirit breathed, well, then it holds just as much validity as today's rhema word. If you place that in your heart, all of a sudden it'll start coming out. Yep. You'll see things through scripture. Yep. That's such an important place to get to. Amen. So got anything else? No, you end it. All right, guys. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you were fed by this. We hope uh, that, hey, Peterson comes across it. Man, we would love to talk to him. Wouldn't that be sweet? It's kind of a, a one of those like, Lord, I would love to things. Um, so, Jordan, if you're out there, we would love to talk to you. Uh, if anybody's got connections. Michaela, hey, too. I think yeah, she'd be great to Yeah, absolutely. Um, we love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your emphasis, your your enthusiasm uh participating in all of this we love seeing your comments we try to interact as much as possible we can't wait to see you guys on monday we hope you have a great weekend do not forget to check out the website the blog comment let us know what you think so until monday everybody we love you guys have a great day